are elite. For everything you need to know about Mercedes Monet's AEW debut, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. A mass exodus from WWE, an AEW star turns up in New Japan, and one bad boy becomes a bad boy for life. For Monday, December the 9th, 2019, this is your Cultaholic Daily Wrestling News. Sin Cara trying to quicken the pace there of this you go. match. Come on, baby. Look at Sin Cara flying through the air. It's Harper. What the world? Harper. Welcome to our wasteland. <laughs> Come on. So this started breaking last night as WWE announced that Jonathan Huber, a.k.a. Luke Harper, and Jorge Arias, a.k.a. Sin Cara, have both been released from their WWE contracts. A short while after that, WWE amended this announcement to also include Ryan Parmiter and Eric Thompson, Connor and Victor from the Ascension. So that is four WWE superstars who have been released from their existing WWE deals. This comes in a time where we have seen WWE very reluctant to let people go. What with so much competition nipping at the toes of WWE, uh, there's a reluctance to let these people become free agents and go and ply their trade for competitive companies. Something has changed overnight in the air, in the water, and now the decision has been made uh, to let these guys go elsewhere. Now, we talked a little while ago on the podcast about how there may be some uh, some amended contracts being uh, shared about that in the event of a release prevented WWE superstars from working for particular companies for a long period of time. Uh, whether this is the case with these, we don't know. We do know that there is the standard 90-day uh, no-compete clause for all four of these guys, for Connor, for Victor, for Luke Harper, and for Sin Cara. Uh, they can't work anywhere for 90 days. It's effectively gardening leave, as we would call it in the United Kingdom. And uh, But then come sort of March time, they are free to pursue what other endeavours they so choose. And, and that could be AEW. It could be anywhere. I mean, where all these guys land, it will be very interesting to see. Um, is this part of a, a mass clear out of WWE guys? At, the, at this point, we don't know. I mean, any wrestling fans who've been around for a long while will know the sort of Post-WrestleMania time, there was always this churn where we would suddenly see like five or six wrestlers released from their WWE contracts. So it's, you know, it harkens back to that day where you just suddenly see WWE.com light up with about five, six, seven different names at a time. Uh, whether we go back to that, I don't know. I'm I'm really optimistic for all four. I think Connor and Victor of the Ascension uh, were a phenomenal tag team as part of NXT and didn't really get the, the, the treatment they 
they deserved as part of WWE, in my opinion. I feel like they could have offered more than they did. Uh, same story with uh, Sin Cara, played by Jorge Arias at the moment, who was, who, who was unfortunately carried with him the, the sins of the previous sin, as, and it sort of tainted his, uh, his, his palate, per se. Uh, Luke Harper, however, another one of these guys that has... Uh, Really, really been chomping at the bit to get back into competition. And uh, we, we saw him make a return at Clash of Champions uh, over the summer. And, and then nothing really came of it after the feud with Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan had fizzled out. And, and now we are where we are at now. Of course, we know with Luke Harper, he has uh, trademarked uh, his uh, former independent name. Uh, so uh, we're going to be we're going to see a return of Brody Lee come March, and I know there are plenty of wrestling companies that would be very keen to get Brody Lee and his expertise on the books. I mean, I for one, um, it's easy to go AEW. It's easy to go AEW, but I love the idea of doing John Moxley versus Brody Lee on that big platform. These guys had some tear about matches in uh, CCW and previous companies before the WWE came a calling. So let's maybe, you know, roll back the years a little bit with that one. I could see Jorge uh, taking uh, a, a gimmick similar to Sin Cara to uh, CMML, to AAA, and doing more stuff there. Uh, but hey, look, this is just me spitballing as to who goes where. Uh, I think whatever these, whatever they all do, we wish them all the very, very best. John Moxley has returned to New Japan just days after defeating Joey Janela in that huge AEW main event in Champaign, Illinois. Uh, he got on the flights uh, to Hiroshima, and there he was at New Japan's World Tag League, calling out Lance Archer, the reigning IWGP US champion. We saw Moxie make his arrival through the crowd just after Lance Archer had finished uh, his match with tag partner Minoru Suzuki. We then saw Moxie lay out Suzuki and Archer with multiple paradigm shifts to establish dominance and stake his claim at a shot at the United States Championship. It's looking like we are going to see that match go down as part of Wrestle Kingdom in January. Uh, does this mean there is a working relationship with AEW and New Japan? Well, nothing certain yet. We had uh, comments from the uh, from the head of New Japan on the podcast a week or so ago, and he said, we're just seeing how it goes with AEW right now. Uh, we're not committing to a deal with them. And obviously, John Moxley and Chris Jericho both have separate deals with New Japan, which is why we're seeing these these matches happen with Wrestle Kingdom. With John Moxley as well, uh, because of the way that he lost the belt, they couldn't get into uh, Japan as a result of the the appalling weather, the, the terrible, terrible tsunami they experienced. Uh, Moxley was forced to vacate the US Championship. So he obviously has still a date in the books 
for New Japan and a date that uh, we will see go down at Wrestle Kingdom when he faces Lance Archer for the US Championship. Lance Archer has been a strong champion. Uh, he's uh, He won the belt uh, in a match against Juice Robinson when uh, we found out that John Moxley wouldn't be able to make it uh, to the show on October the 14th. Uh, Lance Archer is another one of those guys that's done amazing work in Japan. It's great to see him recognised with that title. And uh, I'm intrigued to see what Moxley and Lance Archer will do together. Getting reports that Braun Strowman missed a live event with the WWE last night in Jacksonville. He was scheduled to main event against The Fiend for the Universal title, uh, but it looks like uh, he's got some issues with his back and with his hip, and he's out of action for the next few days. I would imagine this shouldn't affect anything that's, that's in the books for Braun Strowman come Friday night SmackDown, but he's just been told to take it steady for a few days. Mike Johnson of PW Insider reported over the weekend that the WWE United Kingdom Championship has been stolen. This uh, was stolen. Uh, this came about after a smash and grab of a rental car belonging to Volta, the WWE UK champion, and Timothy Thatcher. They were at the Evolve show uh, to compete. And not only was the UK championship belt stolen, uh, but several of both Volta and Timothy Thatcher's possessions, including Volta's passport. This is this is irked me because so close to Christmas. I want Volta back home for Christmas. Like, I hope this doesn't affect his Christmas plans too much. Lars Sullivan has posted a workout video on Instagram. Does this mean that we are getting a return for Lars Sullivan very soon? Well, uh, according to the Wrestling Observer, his return is not imminent, but he's clearly getting into shape for a potential return down the road. Steve Austin will interview Bill Goldberg on the WWE Network for the next episode of the Stone Cold Sessions, which will air directly after the TLC pay-per-view this coming Sunday. It should be a really interesting chat between Bill Goldberg and Steve Austin if the Undertaker episode is anything to go by. A massive title match has been added to tonight's episode of Monday Night Raw. Rey Mysterio will be defending his United States Championship, the one that he won two weeks ago in an impromptu fatal four-way into a championship match. And uh, he will be defending that belt against the former champion, AJ Styles. Uh, they've given this a good 24 hours of build, so expect some shenanigans from this. Also tonight on Monday Night Raw, Rusev and Lana are officially getting divorced. So that'll be, that'll be a thing. You saw what he did again to my Bobby. I mean, it's my Bobby and he's just like, he doesn't care. He heard him on Monday Night Raw and then again, breaking the law. I mean, what is like bad boy Rusev? Is that what we're supposed to call him? Breaking the law, breaking the law, breaking the law. Bad boy Rusev? Breaking the law, breaking the law. 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 And finally, on the subject of Rusev, you may have heard last weekend at Starcade the commentators for WWE referring to Rusev as bad boy Rusev. Uh, then Lana, a bit later on in an interview, referred to him as bad boy Rusev as well. Are we getting the name bad boy Rusev? Well, one person that's uh, sort of putting the kibosh on that for the right reasons, is Joey Janela, a.k.a. Bad Boy Joey Janela. It has been his ring nickname for quite some time now. Janela tweeted a report by Heel by Nature uh, showing that Joey Janela has trademarked 
the nickname Bad Boy for use in professional wrestling. Joey Janela shared this story by tweeting out, you got to do what you got to do. Sorry, Rusev. There's only room for one bad boy, and it's Joey Janela, apparently. That'll do it for your Cultaholic Daily Wrestling News coming up on the YouTube channel later on today. All the WTF moments from Friday Night Smackdown with our very own Ross Tweddle. And, of course, later on in this week, if you really enjoyed the video that myself and Matthew Gray put together for Desert Island Graps, some people have been asking me, so uh, I'll let you know. Uh, on Wednesday, we'll be dropping it as an audio podcast as well, so if you wanted to listen to it on the go you'll have that option on wednesday you're very very welcome have yourself a wonderful start to the week i will speak to you tomorrow don't forget to join us i love you bye for all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes search cultaholic wrestling news on apple spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from 